fuck-offs and borings, which I can just about cope with. People constantly say to me, ''Oh, God, I couldn't do your job. You're so brave.'' as if I work on an oil rig or do a spot of gun running in Sierra Leone for a living. I suppose it's possible that my threshold for abuse is higher than other people's. This is partly because I'm a woman, and there seem to be more opportunities for abuse in Lady World. We are constantly appraised, commented upon, looked up and down, and dismissed as invisible. Added to that, throughout my nursing career, I put up with some excessively extreme and very articulate abuse, so a mere fat heckle isn't really much to write home about. And you can answer back. In fact, it's expected of you. As a nurse, I used to tell myself that the people who aimed the most vile and revolting abuse at me were ill. Even though lots of them weren't, they were just pissed or horrible. And therefore I shouldn't take it personally. To some extent, the same goes for hecklers. I just convince myself they're arseholes. This makes it much easier to come back at them with a well-chosen package of abuse. Sometimes, however, the friendly neighbourhood heckler is replaced by something altogether stranger and scarier. And Loughborough University is a prime example, as an individual's standout voice is added to the wave of insults which is coming at me. I hear the words, ugly whore, kill and cunt in a surreal swirl of noise. I wonder if I'm being heckled by the local serial killer and suspect that my more whimsical attempts at a put-down will fall on deaf ears. So I launch in with my most nuclear of comebacks. If you don't shut your mouth, I'll sit on your face. There's a sort of gasped laugh. No, on second thoughts, I won't sit on your face because I haven't got my period at the moment. Doesn't seem worth it. Desired effect achieved temporarily. A smattering of applause, quite a lot of laughter, and the sound of a small portion of grudging respect winging in my direction. And then Mr Psycho Trousers starts up again. His desire to see me tortured and dead isn't the best compliment I've ever had on stage, and even though I can't see him, I conjure up a picture of his screwed-up face, misogyny and murderousness combined to make a photo fit of seething hatred. It's strange how much thinking you can actually do when you're on stage facing an audience. The brain ticks over at 100 miles an hour, planning, pruning material, changing the order, omitting stuff they're not going to identify with, like one's witty five minutes on Delft pottery. While facing Loughborough's answer to Jack the Ripper, in the microseconds I have available to up my game, I incongruously find myself musing on insults I've received from blokes in the past. Once, sporting short hair and a man's jacket when walking home from university to my luxury shared flat above a chip shop in West Drayton, a charming rural hamlet near Uxbridge, a lorry driver shouted, What's it like being a bloke? I just froze, unable to think of a witty reply, and walked on, head down. Two minutes later it came to me, I should have walked up to him and shouted, I don't suppose you'd know, you creepy bastard, and kicked him in the cross plies. This is the world of the stand-up. Some sort of superior reply has to be delivered in the blink of an eye. Of course, one's instinct is just to shout the ubiquitous fuck-off at them. But crowds these days want more. They want newer, more malevolent put-downs, the verbal equivalent of a blade to the solar plexus. The combination of psychoman's vitriol and the general apathy of the crowd combine to make my temper begin to rise. I'm beginning to feel as though I'm the receptacle for all of this man's hatred towards women. 
I've always told myself that no performance is worth this sort of emotional pain, even to the point that I get off early and risk losing my money. So throwing out a cheery goodbye along the lines of bollocks to the lot of you, I exit stage left. In the dressing room I find my temper is failing to abate and I wish to do violence. This may be due to the several bottles of lager I've imbibed pre-show as a warm-up ritual, liquid protector and carriage inducer. Mark Lamar, the compere on this occasion and a good friend, is fulsome in his sympathy. I find myself picking up a bottle and heading towards the door to do battle with my tormentor. Mark sits me down and counsels me against smashing a punt around the head with a lager receptacle. As a woman, I've had to put up with this kind of stuff over the years and it frustrates me enormously that there's no opportunity for comeback at all those van-driving, street-roaming, pissed-up assholes who feel it's their right to comment on women's physical attributes. Surely I am a righteous representative of the female sex, ready to give my...